This is 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, CEO of Broadstaff Talent Solutions. Brought to you by RCR Wireless News and Telecom Careers. Connect at CarrieCharles.com. And now, here's Carrie Charles. As carriers roll out 5G in the U.S., consumers are eager to take advantage of faster speeds and better coverage. The end user experience is developing quickly with chipsets, devices, and phones with 5G capability. It's been no easy feat, but for nearly a decade, one company has been working diligently to bring 5G from the lab to life. And today I'm talking with Derek Johnston. He is the head of marketing at Samsung Networks. We're talking about the company's exciting developments in 5G and their commitment to building their workforce in the U.S. Derek, thanks so much for joining me today on 5G Talent Talk. Thanks for having me, Carrie. I appreciate it. So, Derek, what is Samsung's role in the 5G space? So, Samsung's role in the 5G space is we um, we took you know an early focus on 5G over a decade ago. Um, our semiconductor division, our mobile device division, and our network uh, division collaborated on research and development in the space. Uh, and so, we took a an early start uh, with our expertise across the ecosystem. Um, from the silicone layer, if you will, to the network infrastructure. Uh, and that enabled us to pioneer uh, kind of many innovations in making 5G a commercial reality, uh, in particularly in the millimeter wave spectrum space, which is really where the power of 5G uh, will be realized. And so um, we were, again, the first uh, technology provider to deliver a commercial end-to-end solution uh, or portfolio, if you will, uh, that included here in the U.S. with uh, supporting Verizon's 5G home service, which uh, used a pre-standards-based 5G, um, to, uh, which Verizon and some of the other uh, global operators had collaborated with us and, and other OEMs on to uh, to advance 5G in advance of even the standards um, development. And, uh, and we were also one of the only technology providers to support all three Korean operators when they uh, were the kind of the, the first nation, if you will, to build a broad-based 5G network. And we supported all three of those operators end-to-end, again, from the network infrastructure to the first you know, hotspots and uh, flagship 5G mobile devices. So, Derek, Samsung has been focused a lot on the expansion in the US. But besides leading the pack with 5G smartphones, what other innovations and and use cases have been brought to life? Sure, uh, that's a great question. We have, um, you know, in the US in the the short five years I've been here, um, you know, we've expanded our existing customer relationships um, and then also have have, um, expanded into some new customer relationships. Uh, One of those, uh, new customer relationships uh, was is with AT&T. Uh, we're helping them with their 5G uh, build out. And uh, moreover, we've collaborated with them on a really interesting uh, project called the 5G Innovation Zone, um, which uh, was a partnership between AT&T, Samsung Electronics America, which I'm a part of, and uh, our Samsung uh, Austin Semiconductor Facility. So within the Samsung Austin Semiconductor Facility, we created this innovation zone, which uh, pretends to um, uh, use 5G to enable a variety of different use cases, particularly in a manufacturing setting, um, where we're really looking to study and understand and unlock the power of 5G 
uh, within manufacturing, which um, we collectively believe is one of the areas or one of the segments where uh, 5G will really help enable kind of this next, you know, this this next uh, generation of of innovation and uh, advancement. So uh, there's seven use cases that are um, established or applications, if you will, and those range from everything from using video and video analytics to improve overall um, plant safety and security. And um, just keeping in mind that this is one of one of the more secure and um, complex manufacturing environments in the world. And so that in and of itself involves a massive amount of, you know, as you can imagine, um, bandwidth needed for real-time video and video analytics. And then there are, there's all this tremendous amount of automation in which we're testing things like massive kind of IoT connectivity where, again, uh, sensor technology is being deployed over 5G to, look, to really examine um, and ensure that the environment is uh, extremely stable to be able to produce, you know, semiconductors, and so that's a that's a critical element. And connectivity, obviously, is a critical element to that in the facility. And then there's things that are also applied to other other verticals, where we're, we're testing a um, an AR based guided maintenance um, application, where you can take a uh, you know a technician can use Hololens goggles that are 5G enabled to fix or repair an incredibly complex uh, piece of machinery found in the um, in the facility. And so they have this kind of guided application where AR information is overlaid onto the actual piece of machinery and it helps them uh, fix or maintain a piece of equipment. And so incredible uh, use cases that we're kind of testing um, to see the, you know, to prove out the commercial viability of 5G in these uh, in these types of environments. Wow, that sounds exciting. Um, let's. I want to hear more about your portfolio of products. Uh, who are your customers now? Uh, but ultimately, ultimately, how are the products going to make the life of the end user better? Our primary customers, for at least the networks division, right, is the mobile network operators. And so, from a you know from a networks perspective, our goal is really the same as our our mobile division. Um, you know, which makes our our kind of flagship devices. And so, that's to deliver really the highest performing solutions that provide end users with a seamless and exceptional experience. And so for, you know, for, for us network geeks, um, where we're putting up, you know, antennas and radio uh, access equipment, uh, you know, that, that uh, people often don't want to see. Uh, it's really about how are we delivering the smallest, lightest, most power efficient, most cost effective solutions that perform the highest for those network operators uh, and delivered to their customers the highest experience. And so, you know, what's, what is unique in terms of our offering is that we are the only technology provider in the U.S. that has the domain expertise, again, all uh, at the silicone layer through the networks to the actual device. And so what we believe is that this translates not only in our, you know, speed to market, you know, as, as you've seen here in the U.S. Uh, in terms of what we were able to deliver on the early commercial network launches, but there's also this this concept of the complete commercial solution where we kind of better integrate those technologies that deliver that seamless experience. And so that really means how a user, you know, when a user is transitioning from one one network technology to another, Samsung kind of understands and has developed the antenna technology 
and the network management and all the other elements that will enable that seamless experience. And so we believe that that gives us kind of a unique uh, advantage. And ultimately, we see 5G as this unifying technology where, again, we're going to want to enable our customers to have a seamless experience um, leveraging 5G across whatever solutions they have, at least from, from Samsung and that, that they're getting from you know, the network operators. You know, it's uh, it's funny that you said network geeks. It's actually cool now to be a network geek. So uh, that that leads me to my next question. Let's talk a little bit about the people component here. Uh, company culture has become a really a key factor in recruitment and retention these days. Can you describe a bit the culture at Samsung? Absolutely. So as I mentioned, I, I'm coming up on five years with the company and and have worked at a variety of different, you know, smaller companies and a couple of other large companies. And and I think the thing that I have found extremely compelling about our culture is it's an enormous organization. It can all you know almost seem intimidating um, in some ways because we're such a big global brand. But at the heart of the company culture, we operate like a little bit like a, a, a startup. And so there's a, men, a mentality there where, again, it's kind of flat organizationally, particularly here in the US, there is not a big focus on titles or chain of command, if you will. And um, it's, a, you know, everyone is kind of humble, but um, but hungry. And so there's a, there's a passion um, that people bring to their work uh, and a drive. There's certainly a focus on people and people development and um, ensuring that that folks have not only a career path, um, but have access to kind of tools and development to, to be able to succeed. And so that's what you know, has, has personally kept me you know, here and, and super engaged. And again, I, I think you know, we're, we're also a fairly you know, focused um, firm on, being, on, on running a, a kind of a lean operation, if you will. And so there's plenty of opportunities within people's roles to um, expand and to explore uh, which is another fantastic benefit in my mind. Coming off the heels of that career development, um, I just thought of this, that almost 10,000 baby boomers turn 65 every single day. And with this generation just exiting the workforce in droves or maybe moving to part-time, companies desperately need succession planning to fill those leadership roles. So how is Samsung developing the leaders of the future? So we have a number of, of formal and informal programs to support our leadership development, and that's at that's at all levels. So it includes programs aimed to help those who don't yet manage people, but you know aspire to. So and these these programs include aspiring leaders, leadership impact, and the learning and high definition programs. And all these programs are held here in the U.S. Some are taught in house, while others are are facilitated in partnership with Duke Executive Education Program. Uh, but we also have to your point, Carrie, about, about you know, succession planning and things like that. But we also have a, a tremendous executive leadership program. So we've got this global leadership development programs that include a global managers course, global directors course, a global executive course. And all these latter programs take place at our state-of-the-art uh, Samsung Electronics Leadership Facility in Korea. And those things can range for anywhere from a week-long, you know, again, week-long trip to, to Korea for folks in the U.S., uh, or Europe or wherever they may be, you know, in our global markets and uh, to couple of week program, very intensive, uh, you know, executive kind of level education programs uh, that are that are top notch. 
Well, I want to talk a little bit about uh, diversity for a moment, um, specifically the massive gender gap that we have in the tech industry. Women hold only a quarter of tech jobs. So how is Samsung attracting and, and also developing women in tech? Yeah, it's a great, great question. I think it's something we're keenly aware of, particularly um, particularly in the network space that has you know largely uh, you know has a lot of male focused engineering background. You know, just in terms of the way that is you're familiar with. Uh, so we've we have a host of programs to foster women in leadership. You know, as well as a focus on kind of recruiting uh, women into um, you know the kind of more technical roles that we have. And so a couple that I'm aware of is we have. Uh, WISE, which stands for Women in Samsung Electronics, and it's an employee resource group, which uh, facilitates several events and learning programs throughout the year. We host a unique event uh, each year called Soul Sisters. That's not S-O-U-L, but Soul is in Seoul, Korea, That uh, during which Samsung convenes women from across the organization, meaning a variety of different roles, but also across Samsung subsidiaries and uh, in different divisions to engage in topics and discuss you know, ways that will that will create pathways for success uh, for women in leadership, and so it's um, it is a it is an important um, focus of the the organization. So let's switch gears for a moment. Um, I was reading recently that Samsung acquired the network services provider Teleworld. What was the motivation behind this acquisition, and and how do you see that it's going to strengthen Samsung's position in the U.S. market? Sure. The acquisition of uh, Teleworld Solutions is really what supported that. Um, as I had mentioned earlier, was we had been growing our U.S. business both in expanding our existing customer relationships to developing new, brand new uh, customer relationships, and so now we're supporting 4G LTE and 5G networks um, for AT&T, for Verizon, um, for Sprint, or the new the new T-Mobile, if you will. We recently announced a commercial agreement with U.S. Cellular. North of the border, Videotron, a Canadian operator, we've, um, is, a, is a new customer of ours. And so to support this, uh, these, these new customer uh, relationships, um, Teleworld Solutions, which have been a longstanding partner of Samsung in terms of, of our uh, you know, network services, you know, we have partnered with them on this this acquisition and folded them kind of into our our services organization. Um, they are operating as a wholly owned subsidiary, but they support everything from design to deployment and optimization services. And uh, and really, this is about helping us, um, you know, address the uh, the demand that we're that we're trying to support in terms of of uh, the U.S. operators and uh, strengthening you know their their 4G LTE networks uh, today, but also building their 5G networks. And uh, it's a they're they're a great organization. Um, they actually are, are here locally, uh, or at least they're kind of headquarters are here locally where I sit in Virginia. And they're great people are out there uh, you know in the field today, kind of on the front lines supporting you know existing networks, making sure that they're kind of optimized and running. And uh, that's kind of the background on, on why we brought them into the Samsung family. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a great move. I agree with you. It's good people. I know the CEO and uh, and I would say that um, yeah. You did it. You did a good thing. <laughs> um, so, Derek, where can our listeners learn more about Samsung, your products, and also career opportunities? Yeah, there's Samsung Global website, Samsung.com, or just search Samsung Networks, and we'll we'll pop up. Samsung Networks has a, a presence on LinkedIn and Twitter. So, uh, again, you can kind of search both of those, but it's just at Twitter, it's just at Samsung Networks and LinkedIn, same thing. You can just kind of search for Samsung Networks. We pop up and, you know, our job listings are out there. Um, we are 
you know, in this difficult time, we are hiring and there's there's a there's still demand out there in terms of the kind of essential work that goes into supporting the network operators. And so, you know, everything from kind of network supporting engineers to call processing system engineers to SMEs and project managers, we are, you know, I, I encourage folks to go out there and look if they have those uh, specific skill sets and, are, and are, are looking for roles. Derek, thank you so much for joining me today on 5G Talent Talk. Thank you, Kara. I really appreciate it. Appreciate the time and consideration. Absolutely. It's been great talking with you. And thank you for listening to this episode of 5G Talent Talk, brought to you by RCR Wireless News, Telecom Careers, and Broadstaff 5G Talent Solutions. Let's connect at carriecharles.com, and I will meet you on the next episode. Stay well. You've been listening to 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, CEO of Broadstaff Talent Solutions. Brought to you by RCR Wireless News and Telecom Careers. Connect with Carrie at CarrieCharles.com. <laughs>